Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. All right, this is how it went down. This is, okay, there have been new developments since I last spoke to you. When I picked up my phone and started a stream. So frustrating. Um, This was not a problem with the software. It is a little weird that when I go to that, it's a piece of software. It's so simple and it takes, okay. Uh, what I do on this platform, which is called a OBS or some shit. I don't know. And, uh, it takes that signal and spits it out to Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. The problem is it is uh, web-based. And I, uh, for some reason, when I went to, uh, usually you just go right to the site and it, um, you know, it, it, it already has me logged in, but for some reason it logs me out and I'm like, Oh, no problem. I'll just log in again. That's what you do. So what I did though was, you know, you got to put your username, which is my email. And I put the wrong email in the several, I have several email accounts. I put the wrong one in. So then it led me to a whole, uh, 25 minutes of confusion trying to figure this shit out. Cause apparently I've done it before. So it was just, you know, long story short, rebelling against me. And uh, so basically, had I just logged in with the password that I thought, because when I tried logging in with the other email, it was a uh, wrong password. So then it locks me out, you know. You're locked out, motherfucker. You're trying to scam Eric Zane. Had I just logged in with the correct email address with the password that I suspected I was supposed to be using, it would have worked fine. So I was sitting here with my thumb up my ass. I go, maybe it's the other email. So I immediately went back to like, almost like, uh, uh, starting over. And, uh, and, and I clicked on the first email that I should have clicked on and it logged me right in. So this is absolutely my fault. Absolutely. So that was uh pretty fucked up. I got to sit here, but, uh, I, I will say it was, um, some personal growth. Because I didn't like overreact or freak out or act like an asshole or, or, you know, just stomp around like I'm insane. No, 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 no. We don't do that anymore. We just lay low. It'll all, it'll all be okay. It's that whole size of the problem, Eric. What is the size of the problem? Size of the problem. Uh, your reaction. That's what Diana taught me. Okay, Eric, 
size of the problem. And then she makes me hold up my index finger and my thumb. Small. Size of the problem is small. Your reaction, Eric. Big. We don't want that. So I didn't. I didn't. I just kept it easy. Nice and easy. No big deal. And then here we are. Just everything gets pushed forward into the day a little. Easy. You're doing great. I don't know why I'm giving myself a fucking pep talk. But I am. I am. Welcome to each and every one of you. Hilarity last night on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast as we do this show from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland and a beacon of long COVID. As my pal Mike Gilmurray over there is dealing with it. Jesus. If you ever want to reach out to me, send me an email in the Shoreliner Striping inbox. Um. It was a very special Ben and Eric Patreon podcast yesterday because we finally got to uh, Jimmy's movie. Jimmy in beautiful Portland, Maine. He's the man who made uh, this that music. Very talented. He uh, he made a movie. I guess a number of years ago, a, a horror film called Blood Moon. And um, I had been promising him that I would review it on the show. So uh, yesterday, I sat down and clicked on it. And I made it through the opening scene. And I said, I'm going to watch this so I can kind of get the jokes to lay out. How, what, what I want to say and things like that. Ben and I are going to review it on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Um, and I was so uh, happy with what I saw in the opening moments of Blood Moon. It was so fucked up that I, I stopped it. I said, no, 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 no. Don't watch another fucking thing on this movie because... This is going to be a target-rich environment. So I literally didn't watch any more of it. Ben watched the whole thing uh, on his own. But then we sat down here with an audience live and watched it. So I will tell you this. If you are a uh, $5 a month member of Patreon where you don't get the audio, I'm sorry, you don't get the video, upgrade for just this episode. This is why you need the $10 a month. I know it sounds like I'm selling you something, but it I am. But it, it truly is something you must fucking see. It's that spectacular. Uh, we had a handful of people in here, and they were all like, like clapping, going, oh, my God, yes. The jokes were abundant. It was a poverty version of Mystery Science Theater 3000. And if anyone right now is it. Uh, with us as we do this show now, as late as it is, uh, was there, they will they will tell you that it truly was fun and uh, way different than what we've ever done on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. And good news, Jimmy 
he goes, hey, yo, I've got more movies, you know. And I go, all right, man. He's like, and uh, so I think we're going to review more of Jimmy's films that he's made. Oh, my God. It's Jimmy and his family members. His, him and his, uh, and his uh, our word cousin, Paul, uh, put this together. Jimmy is a, actually, he does um, makeup for films and, and plays and shit like that. I mean, that's what he does. So, uh, oh, his skills were in full effect for this film. Absolutely fantastic. So we did all, we did that on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast last night. And I think a lot of people loved it. So, um, yes, absolutely. Check that out. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Um, Ryan says you could make it its own show where you mystery science viewer films. I got a bunch you could do too. He writes. Yeah. I didn't know Ryan that you make made movies. There's no end to the things that we're learning about you. I uh, had to ban somebody on Twitch. It was someone fishing for, um, I guess they're trying to, uh, solicit for something. Aram says I was trying to eat soup and kept laughing the soup off the spoon. <laughs> God. Yeah, that was, um, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Welcome to this show. You know what else uh, else we did yesterday? We um, uh, recorded, Ben and I recorded, Who Are These Zanes? My clip show. Clip show, translation, um, taking all the old material I, that I have from different eras of radio and, and pulling clips out of it. And then we listen to those clips and laugh hysterically at those clips. At the shit that I used to put out there and thought was awesome. Uh, we have episode seven. We recorded it yesterday. I have a preview for it now. Right now, I have a preview. Now, uh, remember, episodes four, five, and six were the day after Combi- uh, Columbine Comedy Festival on the Eagle Morning Show on Eagle 97.3 in Saginaw, Michigan with NPR Brian and, uh, and myself. Um, so let me, uh, tell you that we went back in time to, uh, the date is April 23. I'm guessing, oh, 1992, 1993. So years before the Eagle morning show and the, uh, Columbine, uh, day after Columbine comedy jam. Uh, I'm back to uh, uh, Night Slamming on Z93, the mobile home of rock and roll. Key point in some of this, there are moments, if you listen very, very closely, because a little bit of background on this radio station, I've, I've described this before, but it is quite literally a double-wide mobile home in the middle of a field that we rented the space from a farmer and the tower was right on the site. So you walk out and you look up and there's, you know, this mass thousand foot tower right in the backyard and it's corn all around you. It happened a lot in these small radio towns where it's literally in the middle of a fucking cornfield. And, um, 
this was a warm a warm April day and night, and uh, I had the uh, a sliding glass door that would be the living room of this uh, uh, double-wide mobile home open as I'm doing my show. And you can hear the various uh, uh, insects chirping and, and, and creaking and basically the sound of the outside you can hear on the mic, which I didn't notice that until I listened back to it with Ben yesterday. But um, it this April 23rd, it was a Friday, and so we were doing yet another Mad Dog Friday night, me and my character, Cecil, with a Y, and uh, Cecil is a homeless guy. He lives in a box, and uh, it's me, obviously. This is the start of that show where I'm having a conversation with Cecil. I recorded all his parts in advance, and it just doesn't work. It sounds like fuck. Uh, the, the, the premise is Cecil uh, gets, is, is, has gotten a job. Tyler says, is this the place where your boss's wife called to ask you, called you to ask if he was cheating on her? Yes. Thank you. We gotta, we gotta tell that story again because it's fucking fantastic. And it makes me happy to tell it every time because there's so many fucking layers to that story and it's perfect for today. Perfect. All right. Um, so audio check. This is the start of that show. April 23rd, uh, 1992, 1993. I was on 7 p.m. to midnight. No kids, just me and Diana. I think I lived in Mount Pleasant at the time. I would drive from Mount Pleasant to the radio station. America. Sailor Sunday and participating stores and dealers. WKQZ Midland, and just when you thought it was safe to listen to your radio, Cecil! Cecil with a Y! Hey, you won't believe it! What? I got a damn job! Oh, now, come I on. got a job! What are you gonna do? I'm gonna be a very proud paper boy! You can't be a paper boy. What do you mean? There's I no. Know, I, I'm very skilled at that. Come on, I drop Cecil. I the paper off in the morning uh, because I don't go to bed at night. Uh, I'm on time. And then when they're done reading it, then they just leave it on their porch because I'll pick it up when I give them the next day. And what are you going to do with all the papers? Well, you see, I take the stuff home, and it makes excellent bedding. It, uh, it's a very good insulator. Plus, I'm thinking about taking up some damn paper mache as a hobby. Since I'll have a little extra cash in my hand, if you know what I mean. If you, uh, yeah, if you want me to be a paper boy, just give me a call right now. And, uh, I'll drop it off with a bottle of Mad Dog. <laughs> Get away. If you all think less of me because of that, that's okay. Like, if you want to just see yourself out because of how how that is, I get it. There's so much more to that that needs to be uh, discussed, and uh, I do just that with Ben on the uh, fucking... Who are these Zanes? It premieres 
on Saturday. 7 p.m. to midnight, I was on, and I showed up to work one day, and the radio station had just gotten strong ratings. And as I walked up wearing my acid-washed jeans and my, yes, cowboy boots, I used to wear cowboy boots everywhere. I had like three pair of fucking cowboy boots. Radio station had just kicked ass. And as I'm walking up, uh, there's people sitting on the in, in like the front of the building. They all have uh, drinks. They're all drinking. They're celebrating. And uh, the boss is there and uh, numerous other people that are celebrating and most like have a drink and they go home. But my boss, who... Uh, it's very, very important in my career, this guy. And I, and I tell, I told, I talked to him from time to time and I said, Hey, I, I, I do tell this story from time. He goes, Oh yeah. He goes, uh, you, you, you have to, it's, it's, you have full, uh, full, uh, what do you call it? Authority to do that. You have my permission. Please do. My wife still doesn't want to talk to you, but I don't know why she doesn't want to talk to me. I was the one that actually helped her. I think if I, I think she just wants to avoid the awkward. I was probably 22 at the time. I was still a drunk myself, but I didn't drink anything that day. And, uh, I walk in and then, um, my boss, uh, is, is still on the front porch. And, uh, this dude named, uh, Rick comes walking in and he hadn't worked there very long. And, uh, he comes into the studio when I'm starting my, and he goes, Hey, uh, uh, that, uh, that Mike, that Mike, uh, F guy, I don't want to say his name. He's getting pretty frisky with Char. And I go, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It just seems like there's something going on between them. And, uh, I go, Oh, all right, whatever. I don't think another thing of it. Hold on a second. I have to respond to this. So anyway. Um, I come walking out of the studio half an hour later. They're gone. And I go, oh, everybody went home. Okay. And then I get into another area where I can see out the front window of the mobile home of rock and roll out to the cornfield. There is another trailer single wide where the sales staff would work. And so now I'm going, I'm looking out of that window across the property, probably a hundred feet and into the window of one of the actual, uh, rooms of this single wide that are, are an office. And He's actually, you've heard about people like in movies, like when there's a workplace affairs, they like throw everything off the desk so that they can get down on top of whatever desk. I actually saw that moment. I saw the, him clear off the desk and lay this chick down on her back. So that I went, Oh, oh my God. I couldn't believe it. 
And uh, she was hot, too. So I'm, like, watching this, starting to get a boner. My song is ending. Remember, this is back in the day when you have to, like, actually manually put the CD in and, and hit the start when the other song's fading. So I'm like, come on, come on. There's like 10 seconds left in the Metallica song. <laughs> hit the next song, Ugly Kid Joe. Fucking run back out. Like, oh, oh, yeah, my God, fucking yeah, get her. You know, so uh, there is uh, all of that going on. So I'm like, holy shit. So this goes on for, well, uh, uh, quite a long amount of time. And then the phone rings and it's the hotline. Now, the only people uh, who have the hotline are station personnel. So I pick it up. Yeah. And uh, it's a woman's voice. She says, hello, this is Mike's wife. Is Mike there? Now he is. But, I mean, what would you do at this point? Well, I actually thought ahead and I tried to kick the can down the road. And I said, well, um, and she tells me your name. And I say, well, uh, so-and-so, um, I'll just call her Barb. I said, Barb, uh, no, I don't, that's actually her name. And uh, I go, uh, I, I don't know, Barb. Uh, and she goes, who is this? I go, this is uh, Eric Zane. I'm the night guy. And she goes, oh, okay, he's not there. And I go, well, I don't, I'm uh, in the studio and I'm right in the middle of something. No, that's bullshit. And she knows that because all you have to do is just open the door to see. It's not a big fucking, you know, it's not like Sirius XM. It's a fucking double wide trailer. You can just look at it. She goes, well, can't you see if his car is there? I go, yeah, uh, yeah, of course. So it already is fucked. And I think there was a history in the past for this dude. So um, I think she might have been suspicious right from the start. Whatever. But I'm like young, stupid, I scared. And uh, and I actually just put it on hold and I come back. I go, um, he's not here. <laughs> I don't I don't know where he is. No, he is not here. And uh, there's a pause. And she knows. She knows. She goes, okay, thank you. I hang up the fucking phone. I get up, I walk down the hall to the engineers, and uh, it's this dude named Kevin, Kevin Lark. He's still in the business to this day. I still talk to him. And I usually just talk about this. Kevin, remember that? Yeah, I remember. And I remember his... uh, his glasses would be on his nose as he's using a soldering iron. And I go walking in there and he's fucking building something. He's a mad scientist. I go, Kevin, he's total dork, total dork. I go, dude, uh, here's what's up. I give him all the background. What's going on? I go, and she just called and he goes, she's not good. And so first of all, I couldn't believe what was happening. So he's like trying to peek out the windows and then he goes, She's not coming here. There's no way. And I go, well, dude, I was just on the receiving end of that phone call. And I could, I, I felt it sounded like I was lying. And uh, I think she knows I'm lying. He's, Don't worry. Don't worry. 
about the amount of time it would take from one person to drive, you know, 10 miles in the middle of nowhere to the radio station. That's about the amount of time that passed because Mrs. Mike has now put the kids into the car and is racing towards the radio station unbeknownst to Kevin and me. But I was like, boy, I sure hope she doesn't come here, Kevin. I'll never forget it as I was, uh, the, whatever song I was playing was fading out and I've got a short amount of time before I have to key on the mic and talk. And I got my headphones on like this and I look to my left and I hear muffled because my headphones are on. She's here. She's here. And I look and motherfucker is actually frantically skipping towards, uh, the, the studio, both frightened and excited about what's about to happen. And I'm like, oh no. Now, as she's pulling, racing down this long winding road off of this little two track. Well, it's, it's just a, uh, the concrete road that leads to the long dirt road driveway is just one direction going one way, one direction going the other way. She makes the left turn into this long road through this dirt road with cornfield on either side of her. And she can tell that his car is right there. She can see it. So she's got enough time from coming off of the road to getting to the actual where the car is parked to really get pissed because she knows he's there and she sees a sales chick's car. who I think she suspected something's going down between them. So she's flying in and her goal is to smash in to uh, sales chick's car, damage the car. So as I turn on the mic, I hear bam, and I can hear it in my headphones. And then I'm like, oh, fucking shit. Can you believe this? So there's a moment. And I don't know if I have the tape here somewhere. We'll find we'll find out if I have the tape one day, I guess. Um, where you can hear, if you listen closely, screaming, yelling, and glass breaking because uh, Mrs. Mike has picked up some implement of destruction and is destroying the windows in the uh, single-wide mobile home where the fuck fest is going on. And now, I didn't see this, but I think the story is that she's holding up the, the young boy, who's now a man, prominent in his field. He's in his 30s now. So the, look at what daddy's doing. I mean, really fucking hardcore shit is going on here. And there's an infant in the... It was fucking terrible it was an episode of the move of the tv show snapped happening in front of my fucking eyes and i'm like oh my god so i hear all this oh nothing else matters by metallica yeah cecil with a y coming up. uh we'll be back now i can't get up and leave I have every commercial is either 30 or 60 seconds and you have to manually start them. So I, I'm tied to the board, but I'm like peeking out every 15 seconds to see you as I start another commercial, the door, I close the door from, uh, and then I start the next segment of music. The boss is now 
into the double wide. Okay. And all I remember is I open that door and I go, what the hell's going on here? Hey, what happened? Like I, like I don't know, you know? And I'll never forget it because Mike, his shirt is ripped and he's bleeding from the fucking face. Something happened. I, I'm not sure what. And uh, his shirt's ripped and he's bleeding and he's fucked up. And he goes, it is nothing. You say anything and you're gone. And I go, okay. And so I turn around and walk back into the studio and close the door. I think I had more sense then than I do now. So he threatens me. All right. Now, not only is this story the most incredible uh, bit of drama you're ever going to hear, this is also a story about redemption because I want to fast forward to December 16th, 2022. He fixed it. He turned this around. Mike is still happily married to this lovely wife. The kids have all grown up. Everybody's fine. He is, uh, he ended up, uh, getting out. He's retired now and he's fucking with his wife, her. They have the strongest marriage ever. I said to him not long ago, I go, uh, can I ever bring you guys on the two of you? He goes, no. She still hates you. I go, but she hates me. What the fuck did I do? I'm in the studio. All of a sudden, it's quiet. I go walking out, and um, I don't see anybody. Mike's car is gone. Barb's car is gone. The car that got smashed up is still there. And I'm like, huh, well, there should be the chick here. So, um, but I, I don't see anybody. And I, I, I wander through and, and Kevin's left. So it's, I'm now alone. It's dark. I'm like two hours into my show. And then uh, I hear, <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? I go, oh, oh. And uh, I go into the production room, and it was literally curled up in a corner. It's Char. And I go, Char? <laughs> what the fuck, Char? Help me. I go, well, are you hurt? Like physically, did you get beat up or something? No. Okay. Uh, well, let's get you up here. It's uh, let me get you a drink of water. Uh, here, have us. And we had like a, there was a couple of couches in this uh, in the front office area of this double. I go here, sit here. I'll get you something to drink. I get her a drink. She said, "Thank you." I'm in so much trouble. I'm going to get fired. I'm going to get killed. I'm, 
my boyfriend's going to break up with me. <laughs> and I go, okay, uh, uh, sit tight. My, uh, my winger song is ending. I go in the studio. And the hotline rings. I pick it up. And, uh, yeah, hello. <laughs> Another crying woman. I just want to say... Thank you for lying to me, Eric Zane. Thank you for being a liar and being responsible, partially responsible for this. I go, what? What? This is Barb. Actually, she uh, she then calms down, and she's like, I go, well, no, wait a minute here. I didn't lie to you. She says, yes, you did. And I go, well, yeah, I, okay, I guess I did. But I, I, I think about it from my perspective. Think about where I'm at here. So I kind of explained to her where I was coming from for about a minute. And I said, hey, can you hang on? Hold. Because I hear crying in the other room again. So I go out and I console Char. And then I get her another drink of water and I come back and I pick up the phone and I put on like stairway to heaven. And now I'm consoling Barb. And after a few minutes of that, I put her on hold and I go back and console. Can you fucking believe what I'm doing here? And so, uh, I, you know, I, 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 I'm, she's talking about how hurt she, and I'm actually, uh, I've established She's done being mad at me for the time being, Barb. And uh, I'm going talking at length about, you know, I mean, I, I don't know what to say, but I apparently I'm saying enough to keep her on the phone. And um, I don't know, just listening, I guess. So th- I talked to her the whole night. And Mike, I guess, is gone. He's left. He's at the bar or some shit. Uh, Barb puts the kids to bed. I'm talking to Barb, talking to Char. Char sobers up like at eight or nine o'clock at night. She leaves to drive home. The car is damaged, but it'll, it'll work. After Char says, uh, I gotta go home and my boyfriend's gonna kill me. I go, well, does he know about this? And she goes, no, no, of course not. I go, oh, well, fuck it. Just go home. Say some asshole hits you and, uh, you'll be fucking fine. Don't worry about it. Just go home. She drives home. I'm on the phone with Barb. Barb says, um, boy, you know, uh, through all of this, I've uh, I've really been on the war path. Uh, I called you, and, of course, I called Char's boyfriend and told him. I go, you did what? Oh, yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I called Char's boyfriend. I filled him in on everything. He is He's waiting for her. So I just put her, this is a, I like sent her on the road to, to this horrible moment. So I'm like, oh no, fuck. Char gets home. Not kidding you. The dude has thrown everything into plastic bags and she gets home and she's got to get all her shit. And she's like, oh, no, you know. And uh, so I, I'm there. This is, you know, I've got till midnight. This is all unfolding. 
And then I, uh, I'm on the front porch having a cigarette and sure enough, a car comes back and, uh, it's, it's the boyfriend and Shar has left her car there because it actually was more damaged. She shouldn't have been driving it in the first place. The boyfriend has agreed to drop her off. So he gets out of the fucking car. He sees me and then throws all her shit on the front of the radio station. Fucking hefty bags full of shit. Looks like uh, a paintball field. Looks like Rick is this. looks like Rick's paintball field. All these fucking bags of her clothes and shit. And then she's just laying in the parking lot. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck. Smoking a heater. Put it out. I go, right, come on. Let's get you inside. Let's get you inside. She goes, I don't know how he knew. If only I, uh, it's crazy. I don't know how he found out. It's terrible. Maybe Barb called. I go, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Get Char in there. So now I have to finish up the night playing Metallica songs, playing Soundgarden and Pearl Jam and Ugly Kid Joe and Winger and Warrant and White Snake and Slaughter. Talking to Mike's wife on one on one line the whole night, talking to Shar. She ends up sleeping at the radio station. I actually like ha- had to help her make make it like a a a bed on the couch. I go, all right, Shar, door's locked. Uh Tom. Tom's here. This guy, Tom Vanderveld shows up. He's the overnight jock. I go, Hey dude, Char's fucked up and this is horrible. So uh, I fill him in. I go, you, it's your, you're on, you're on patrol. Now you got to take care of her. All right, great. I will. So, um, Sunday comes around. We get an emergency meeting message Monday. We all got to be at the radio station. My, the general manager of the radio station is there, Mike Thomas. He's now, he's passed away. God rest his soul. So, all right, we're having an emergency meeting. I'd like to pass it over to Mike, Mike, the program director. Mike, if you would, like to say a few words. I'd just like to apologize to all of you. Uh, Eric, oh my God, I cannot believe what I put you through. I'm sorry I threatened you with your job. And, uh. I just want to let you all know that uh, I am an out. He is doing this picture perfect. This is what you do. This is how I learned how to apologize right here. I am an alcoholic. And I'm going to get help. And I'm going to turn this around. And by God, he did. He has been so true to this. This is textbook of how... You, you, you do this and that sounds crazy, but if you really commit to it and uh, treat yourself almost like a different person in your recovery, uh, the person that you were and are now you're trying to become and all the one day at a time and you read your blue book and all this shit and you go to uh, 90 meetings, 90 days, in some cases, 180 meetings in 90 days for fuck's sake. He did it. He fucking did it. And saved it all. He was going straight down Shanksville, fucking uh, uh, Allah Akbar. Pulled up on the stick. Pulled up on the stick in the fucking plane. It's three inches off the ground. Wings just hitting trees. And then slowly started to rise. 
and did it. He fucking saved it. Uh, credit to Barb. Oh, for showing the grace. Oh, my God. Whew. Cole writes, how do you have time to console these women with so much rock playing? Yeah, you know what? It did wreck my rock vibe for the day. Ben writes, Eric Zane smoked. <laughs> uh, look, I got another funny story. That's a, that's a great thing to bring up because um, there's been a little secret for, oh, I don't know, like 40 years. Uh, not, not quite that long. Um, that occasionally I will have a puff. Even to this day. If I'm with someone that's got cigarettes, I might say, hey, uh, you got an extra heater? So it might go like I'll smoke a heater and then like two months will pass before I smoke another heater. However, there was a hilarious sequence that happened not long ago and I don't have the proof in front of me. Anyway, let me, let me, I'm getting way ahead of myself. Um, I've got to, before I tell you this story, let me just take care of some of the particulars of this show, but you are going to fucking love this story. Holy shit. Um, yeah, I still haven't even talked about the Trump cards. I'm probably just going to tell this next story and then talk about Trump cards and then that'll be the show. No, I, I started late. I'll, I'll go much longer than I usually. I'll go uh, well past 10 o'clock. You're going to love this. This is great. The Eric Zane Show podcast is powered by the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. This thing's amazing. These people sent me one, and I'm so happy. I love it so much. It's a lock. It's a 2K camera. It's a doorbell. Three-in-one triple security. You know, a lot of the times when you buy something that's like a camera so you can see who's at your door, you're going to have to pay a monthly fee. That is not the case with the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. And by the way, I want you to search E-U-F-Y Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door the eufy video lock is easy to install set up with just a phillips screwdriver no drilling required thank goodness because if i did that there'd be holes all over the place it'd be horrible keyless entry no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full never worry about the kids losing keys or passing among the renters one second unlocking with get this ai self-learning chip embedded the more you use it the more accurate it will be it's fingerprint recognition on this thing you gotta try this out search eufy video lock that's e-u-f-y video lock or go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock full three-in-one triple security with eufy um first off for you audience members on facebook twitter and youtube I'm about to kick you out, but if you want the show live, it's on Twitch. 
twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. All right. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Um, you can also download the Twitch app. It always sounds like I don't know what I'm talking here because I, I barely can keep it together. Uh, send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreline or Striping inbox. And as always, you can download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. Just search my name, Eric Zane Show, on whatever platform that you like to get the show on. Now on iHeart, I actually signed a contract. iHeart said, all right, we want this show on our platform. I said, you cannot have it. And they said, how about we work out the terms? Here's the contract. What do you say? I read it. I had a lawyer read it. I said, I like it. Let's do it. Now on iHeart. All right. So for uh, you folks on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook, I'm kicking you out. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Frank Fuss, YouTube brought to you. Uh, YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss. My policy shop insurance. You still can get uh, health care uh, through the marketplace, but if you get it as of today, your coverage will not start till February 1. All right. Uh, I have a Patreon podcast that I do. It is listener supported, ad free. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up. You get 11 bonus episodes a week. You can do 11 bonus episodes a week when this is like your job. And this is my job. You get five daily bonus shows. The two lost Zane recordings. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. This is all in one week. The Insane Asylum. The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. And now on Saturdays. Who are these Zanes? The open and live stream of today's show. Brought to you by A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579. A&E Heating and Cooling. I suggest you get your furnace tuned and cleaned. If you have not done this in a while, it desperately needs it. If you don't, it's not running efficiently. And it can lead to a costly breakdown or replacement. So don't be silly about this. Especially since it's getting really cold now here in West Michigan. 616 516-8579. The Kent County Health Department invites you to go to their website, accesskent.com, if you need information about immunizations and vaccinations for your little ones. Uh, my God, if you're sending your kids to school without measles, mumps, rubella, uh, not to mention whooping cough, pertussis, and uh, meningitis. Jesus, these are all things that improve the health of our little ones, our kids, our family. Uh, when they're out in the world, especially school, which are just Petri dishes, for God's sake. You can get the vaccinations, immunizations for little or no cost if you qualify. Just go to accesskent.com slash health. Meanwhile, Van Dyke Mortgage, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Thank you to Mario. Get you a mortgage from anywhere in the U.S., five-star, gold-star service. There are exceptions. You can't do it in South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. The rest of you all, call upon the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Get a refi, get money out of your house to pay off high-interest credit cards. 
Uh, you can get a uh, first-time loan if that's you, if you're in that uh, in that boat, or if you've had to do this many, many times. That process is much simpler. 231-332-6505. Okay. At the mobile home of rock and roll. Um, Connie Schilke is on in the afternoon. She gets off the air and leaves. I'm at the mobile home of rock and roll. I walk up to that sliding glass door, which faces out to the cornfield. And I see a pack of Newports. And I have never done this in my life. I get one out and I light it. And I don't inhale. And I uh, thought, this is stupid. And I go, I think I'm doing this wrong. I think I'm supposed to actually force myself to consume it into my system, get it into my lungs. So I did. And then the most violent thing ever to make me think that I was dying happened. And it was horrible. And uh, so uh, the slaughter song is ending. I dropped the stupid cigarette. Uh, I go back and I, I'm coughing uncontrollably. There's audio of this. I wonder if we'll ever get to it. I hope we do. And then the greatest thing that has ever happened to me happened. An intense euphoria took over my body. And I thought, oh my God, is this what happens every time you do this? So I go, I got to try this shit again. So that was it. Now, I went ahead and smoked probably 10 of those cigarettes in like two hours. Um, I went so far, and I had no idea about how long it stays with you. And I'll never forget, because I, I walked into the apartment, and I guess it the odor was uh, uh, like running out in front of me. Because no sooner than I had closed the door, and there's no smokers in my house, and it's just Diane and I living together in an apartment in Mount Pleasant. No sooner than I closed the door, and I'll never forget it, she was in the bedroom. So you have the distance of where that door is that I just came in, that whole living room area, another doorway, and then the bedroom, which she is in, sleeping on our waterbed. We had a waterbed. So stupid. She gets up. She sits up from the waterbed, and she goes, I smell smoke. And I'm like, what the fuck? And she 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 goes, have you been smoking? And I go, yes. And she was furious. She was so mad at me. So I never smoked again until the next day. So, all right. That leads to what I was talking about earlier. I, If the doctor says to me, do you smoke? I go, no, of course not. That's ridiculous. But if I run into Kevin Kuypers, hey, you got a heater? Oh, my God. It's like, a deli- it's like eating uh, uh, a chocolate chip cookie. However... Not long ago, 
Now I have now that no one knows at this point. I'm telling you all know now. Everybody knows now, but no one knew until now. I'm fucked because this happened, and I wish I had the proof in front of me, but I don't want to sit here and look for it because it'll ruin the flow of the story. You know, I don't like to ruin the uh, flow of the story. Driving up north recently and I got we're in I'm in the camper and I go you know I just feel like you know enjoying the crisp air outside and having a puff so I pull over and I get a pack and uh, I put light up you know alive with pleasure and then uh, I get back into the camper Set the smokes down in the little spot, like in the front thing there. And as we're approaching the um, property, O'Neill always gets excited. He knows he's there. So he's running from the, he got the zoomies from the back of the camper to the front of the camper, putting his feet on the dash, looking out the window like, oh my God, fuck yes, we're here. I can't believe it. So I go, this is awesome. So I decide to shoot some video of how excited he is. I shoot the video of how excited he is. I send it in the group uh, text to Jackie, Justin, Madison, and Diana. And we get to where we're going. Later on, I pick up my phone. And I look, and you know, like when you record a video, the first frame of the video you can see as like a thumbnail on your phone. It's the Surgeon General's warning. When I started to record the goddamn thing, I had my phone pointed right at the Surgeon General's warning on the fucking pack. So it shows up on their devices as a Surgeon General's warning. The pack! I go, ah! This is months ago. So I go, all right, uh, okay, don't panic. No, panic. So I go, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to send them a bunch of other messages and videos, and it'll, it'll skip through, it'll cycle through on their, on their phone. So I'm like, uh, I text, hey, uh, it's great up here. Or shoot like five more videos and send it a random shit. A, a, a video of a frog, video of a leaf, a video of the trailer. Oh my God, I'm so happy to be here. No one says a word. Now, I suspect Jackie knows, but just didn't say anything because she's cool. No one says shit. I immediately take the smokes, throw them in the fucking fire. Fuck this shit. This is stupid. What the fuck am I doing anyways? This is so dumb. I felt so guilty. It was horrible. I'm like, "Ah, maybe I should just admit it. Nah, fuck that shit. Just keep it low key. If they say something, we'll deal with it then. Just relax. No one says shit. Minutes turn into hours. Hours turn into days. Days turn into weeks. Weeks turn into months. So why, Eric Zane, are you talking about it now? 
Forget the reason why Diana was looking at old text messages. But she comes walking into the bathroom where I was about a week and a half ago. And she says, hey, I was just, and at about that point, I went, she found it. She has found it. I was just, and um, it's it's weird. You're, I think, I don't know the V. Are you, is this in your truck? Or are you in uh, Charity Scam Mike's truck? Or I'm not sure what it is, but it's O'Neill. But it starts with a pack of cigarettes. She's not sure. She's not being like, she's not accusing me. She just wants an answer. She goes, what is going on here? Whose cigarettes are these? I looked her dead in the face. And I said, they're mine. Oh, I go, oh, those are mine. She goes, they're yours? I go, yeah. Where'd you get them? I go, the store. Why do you have them? I go, because I wanted to smoke a heater. You asshole! Bam! Just hits me right in the arm. And she goes, you fucking, you fuck stick. What the fuck? I go, I know. That's what I said too. Can you believe I did that? I actually, I go, this is God intervening in my life. He said, Eric, I'm going to tip the whole world off. That's everyone that's important to you that you did this. And I go, and I go, yeah, I, I sent that to you and I was freaked out and you never said anything. So I thought I got away with it up until this exact moment. I go, it's probably good, though, because uh, now that that secret is out, I wouldn't dare do that anymore. Now, I don't, I mean, I wouldn't want to lie to you. So, uh, you know, I, I, I won't do that anymore. I know I'm going to get caught now because the cosmos are, have busted me. And she, and she was, she kind of laughed it off. She's like, ah, you're an asshole. Fuck you. And then that was it. And then uh, she got over it. So now every time I leave the house, you go to get a pack of smokes. I go now it's cool. Is that not the stupidest thing you've ever heard? That is fucking fantastic though. What a story. The way she found out it was just intensely. And then my asshole kind of fucking puckered when she walked into the room and brought it up, you know, but, um, I knew that what I experienced, um, when it all happened the first time that when, when I first thought, Oh my God, I'm dead. That was the, that was the worst, you know? Ooh. Brandis says I would have hit you in the face. Oh my God. Holy shit. Uh, Brandis says the dumbest smoking makes me so irrationally angry. No, you're right. You're right. But, you know, if someone like uh, somebody busts out a pack of heaters. Aram says, how many packs a day were you smoking 
when you were trying to get us to bet on you in the race that didn't happen. Ha, ha, ha. No. No, seriously, it happens about as frequently as I described to you. Um, yeah, seriously, it's probably, I'll bet you I smoke 15 cigarettes a year at tops. But now that I'm talking about it, Jackie's probably going to kick my ass. So I, I'm guessing that a number will go down to zero. So there you go. How, fu- how ridiculous is that? Sean says, after I quit, uh, I bummed one from a coworker and answered a FaceTime call from my wife with it in my mouth. Holy shit. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. Let's get into Trump. Trump trading cards. Uh, Jesse writes, wow, I wouldn't have guessed that. I thought Zane would be a 0-6 a day. All right. Kuiper says fucking lies. Kuiper, okay, you got to do the math. How many paintball wars have we had? That's about the number of times I've had to bum cigarettes from Kevin Kuiper's. It's all his fault. I blame him. All right. Anyway, but now that it's all open, uh, I, I, I'm guessing that, uh, that this would be much less frequent knowing that everyone's going to be on the lookout to kick my ass as you should. Um, Trump NFTs. And I don't know why all of you people are reaching out to me. Uh, this got sent to me probably more than anything that I've received. I, uh, that and Saul making the, uh, posts that the lions are taking on the Jews in New York. That got sent to me a lot. Uh, Tyler writes, you should have thrown cutie patootie under the bus when the queen of the forest busted you and blamed him somehow. No way. I'm not going to lie to her. That's one thing I won't do. I might keep it from her for a period of time, but if she gets the evidence and has uh, uh, that question, no way. You can't lie to her. That's one thing you cannot do. Trump went ahead and released, uh, I think, 40-plus NFTs, which is basically a digital trading card. Uh, board ape. Wasn't that an N that's an NFT and you can't like get it. I guess you can't get a legitimate copy of it unless you pay a lot of money. I think this is the, uh, the, the, the one that I'm talking about. Where is Board Ape? There's Board Ape. You pay a lot of money and you get like a digital copy of this stupid ape. Now, what gets me is I can see a copy right there. Can I just 
uh, uh, screenshot that and then I have a copy of the board ape. So that that confuses me. And you're and again, you don't have anything tangible. You've just got a copy of it. That's the extent of my knowledge of these. Uh, Corey says, no, a screenshot is, is like, is, uh, is not a real copy. If it is a real one, it's on the block chain or something, which that word, I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that word. I don't know what that means. Only someone who is much younger than me, um, can answer that. Adnan adds to the confusion with no, because you don't own a digital footprint of the NFT. Uh, Okay. Can I just tell everybody this is the board ape and just lie and then just say, yeah, uh, this is an original copy and like hang, print it and hang it on the wall and say, uh, this is in my, my digital, uh, footprint. I pulled this out of the blockchain and then that's it. Can I do that? Why not? It seems like everybody's making up rules about this to begin with. Can't I just like, uh, uh, what's the guy who stole all the money? FTX, uh, uh, Sam Bankman freed. Why can't I just say, Oh my God, look at this guys. I just paid a million dollars for this board. ape. I, I think I'm going to sell it to somebody for a thousand who wants it. And then they said, well, yeah, but does it have your uh, certificate of authenticity? Well, yeah, of course. And then you just go to fucking word and you make one up and you send it. Eh, it's good. I bet you I could sell that to some dumb fuck. Trump has gotten into the game. Everybody is saying, oh, he's so stupid. This is so dumb. Oh, my God, man. Who's going to fall for this? What kind of idiot would do this? You assholes. Are you crazy? See on this screen share where it says sold out. That means this guy has a lot more money today than he did the day before. You know why? Because he's smarter than you and I. He's shrewd. Because he knows that these assholes will do whatever he wants uh, them to do or he, that they will do whatever he tells them to do. You realize these are people who with, who have gone out of their way to install fucking 15 flagpoles on a truck. Of course they're going to do this. Of course they're going to pay $99 per. They're brainwashed. This is not a stupid idea. It's brilliant. I've got to reach out to Trump and talk to him about this. But before I do, my God, audio check, video check. After watching this, I'll have to, I have to say that he does a great job in convincing people to buy this shit. Hello, everyone. This is Donald Trump 
Hopefully your favorite president of all time, better than Lincoln, better than Washington. (laughs) With an important announcement to make, I'm doing my first official Donald J. Trump NFT collection right here. The fact that there's the one of him standing in front of Mount Rushmore, one of him holding the torch that's on the Statue of Liberty. Here and right now, they're called Trump Digital Trading Cards. These cards feature some of the really incredible... One of him in a space suit. Incredible artwork pertaining to... My- One of him looking much more fit than he really does. My life and my career, it's been very exciting. You can collect your Trump Digital Cards, just like a baseball card or other collectibles. Here's one of the best parts. Each card comes with an automatic chance to win amazing prizes like dinner with me. I don't know if that's an amazing prize, but it's- Oh, he's being humble. Did you hear that? I don't know if that's an amazing prize. We have- You can, you can golf. Or golf with you and a group of your friends at one of my beautiful golf courses, and they are beautiful. They are beautiful, golf. I'm also doing Zoom calls, a one-on-one meeting autographing memorabilia and so much more we're doing a lot my official trump digital trading cards are 99 he's riding a red white and blue elephant dollars which doesn't 99 dollars a piece sound like very much for what you're getting buy one and you will join a very exclusive community it's my community and i think it's something you're going to like and you're going to like it a lot they also make perfect gifts so you can buy them with your credit card or crypto all you need is an email address and very few brain cells go to collecttrumpcards.com and buy your trump digital trading card Uh, it says at the bottom trump digital trading cards nfts are intended as collectible items for individual enjoyment not for investment vehicles right now before they are all gone and they will be gone they will be gone this is my first. They are. He's right. Official Trump trading card NFT collection. And you get a chance to meet me. Go to collecttrumpcards.com right now. And remember, Christmas is coming. And this makes a great Christmas gift. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Dad, I want the one with the lasers. The superhero Trump. Oh, my God. Everybody, everyone couldn't wait to send me. Can you believe this shit? Is this stupid? How dumb. Dumb. Are you crazy? It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. He should do more. Now, there's 45 because he was the 45th president, right? Was he 45? And he said some will be um, just like one or two. Bruce is about to fall off the couch. Uh, One or two, like a very, very rare item. Uh, and, And then others will be no more than 20. Let's just say he's lying. And of the 45, it's 20 per. That's 900, 900 available at 99 bucks a piece. That's almost $90,000. Just like that. Sold out. They're gone. 
there was the one with him in the um, God. I, I gotta I gotta see some more of these. I'll share them with you, so we can look at them together. You've got uh, Wild West Montana Trump. Uh, by the way, if you buy all of them, if you were to lucky enough to have purchased all of these, you would then for sure get a dinner at Mar-a-Lago with Trump. Can you, that is fucking great. I love with the gold bars, the golf. Here he is. I think he's a, uh, I don't know, some type of fighter pilot. And then here he is. He's football Trump. Here's NASCAR Trump. Here's uh, um, a boxing champ, Trump. Uh, 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 black tie affair, or a tuxedo, Trump. Laser, Trump. Uh, Dow Jones, industrial, Trump. Trump uh, winking at you. Uh, Trump, Hollywood, Trump. There's Ted Nugent, Trump, too. He's like uh, getting ready to go hunting. Yeah, everybody is ripping on Trump and making uh, making a spectacle of this. What's the guy's name? Is it... Um, God, I forgot who was making uh, fun of it. Seth Meyers? Seth Meyers Trump cards. Okay, yeah. I want to see what he had to say because everybody's been ripping him a new asshole about this, but I'm telling you, this is brilliant. This is going to make him so much money. Maverick Trump. That's exactly right. Okay. Audio check. Seth Myers, this is Late Night. We hope you're doing well tonight. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to get to the news. After teasing a, quote, major announcement on his social media platform, Truth Social, former President Trump announced today he is releasing a collection of digital trading cards. It's what his doctors are calling a new symptom. By the way, Seth Myers is looking old. That's right. Former President Trump is releasing a collection of digital trading cards that chronicle his life and career, like that time he won the Super Bowl or that time he won NASCAR or that time he went to space and didn't need a helmet. <laughs> I know we always thought he was Forrest Gump, but apparently he does too. First Lady Dr. Jill Biden has reportedly grown more enthusiastic over the last three months about the possibility of President Biden running for a second term. Anything to put off her having to deal with it. All right, I'm not going to play this whole thing. Fuck that guy. That was all stupid. You see, you can't, you can't even make fun of it. There was nothing funny about that. It was all dumb. <clears throat> this is the first thing uh, Trump has done to make me uh, want to vote for him. Now, I'm not, but this is something that sounds great. I love this. I love that he is bold enough to say, I am making NFTs and you need to buy them. And again, he sold them out. He sold all of them in like hours. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, pre previously called list. Trump. Let's see if we can get him on here. Beep. 
be your favorite president of all time. Mr. President, how are you? Who is this? This is, uh, uh, sorry, sir, I should have identified myself. Uh, uh, when you answered the phone as your favorite president of all time, I thought you knew it was me, but it, it's Eric Zane, Big Fraud Zane. How are you, sir? Of course, Big Fraud Zane. Wow, wow, what a what a treat! Twice in a week, I'm so I'm so happy. Yeah, I, I, to hear I'm from you. so sorry. I don't mean to take up all of your time, and I, and I you know, I mean, I uh, though though we uh, differ in a lot of views on politics and things like that. I, well, I, we've been over that. I think you're a bit of I think you're a bit of a fan. Well, I, I have to say, with the new NFTs, I love what you're doing here. And uh, and everybody is, they're either buying them or saying you're stupid. But, I mean, I don't know how stupid you are. Crazy like a fox, maybe. But, uh, uh, my God, this is impressive. Well, it's pretty tremendous when you think about the millions and millions of dollars that I just made big fraud. Now, you know a lot about these sort of fundraising things. I think maybe I could put my people onto you. You could have big fraud Zane Trump trading cards. What do you think? We could be on them together. I, you know, hey, I, if I, I would love that opportunity and I would jump at it. There is no question that I would do that. Now, I, I would have to make very, very. Eric, we've already sold out of these things. I, they're, they're completely gone. I saw that, that they are gone. I saw that even the Galf ones. Well, uh, that's the thing, and you know, we we did uh, I think pretty tremendous prizes with these things. Now, I, I mean, if you consider dinner with the president a, a prize, I, I don't know, but you know, we we I've always been trying to get you down to Malago. You really should have bought one of these these wonderful trading cards, Eric. Sir, I didn't think anybody was going to buy them. I'm not going to lie; I wasn't in the camp. I thought it They're was gone. I know, I know, but at, at the time, I didn't, I didn't think that it would. But you have once again proved people wrong by selling these out. Well, it's true, and you know, we we had just wonderful little things that we could do. You know, we've we've got uh, even a, a pro, I'm doing kind of like you. You know, we've got uh, private Zoom calls and things like that with with the fans, and you know, I've I obviously. You know, we've got problems with just letting anyone come in for right, dinner here right, at the yeah. uh, Mar-a-Lago, but uh, right. but we're really excited about this down here. I think this is I think this is really good for boosting the numbers. You know, uh, you know, because we, we need it right now. We need it right now so bigly. Uh, yes, sir, you do need it bigly um, because you know, with this, you know, people are talking about you, and I, you know, that whole uh, idea that there is no such thing as uh, as bad publicity. Uh, I mean, bad publicity is still publicity, you know. And well, but- you know, I did many, many years in Hollywood, Eric, and uh, there is, I, I tell you, that's a lie. There is bad publicity. <laughs> there is. There actually there is. There certainly is. Well, I mean, I would say if you had dinner with a Nazi sympathizer that that actually might hurt you. But you didn't. You indicated you had no idea because you thought it was going to be Daisy Fuentes who was coming to Mar-a-Lago. And, you know, I was so into her. I wondered what she looked like. It, you know, it was, it was really kind of impressive. I, I, I told you, I walked in there, and there was two men sitting there. Right, I had no right, idea. Right, right. Now, now Mr. President, uh, what about if uh, if someone like a Kanye or this Fuentes guy, Nick Fuentes, if they bought some of your NFTs, would they be uh, uh, welcome at Mar-a-Lago? Well, you know, the thing is, the thing is, the 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 we don't know. You know, there's so many people bought these. I got people that are looking that so many people, 
hundreds of thousands of people, Eric. They came, they bought these cards. We're going to be going through these numbers for so long. And, you know, there's official, they, they tell me they've got official sweepstakes rules on the website that, uh, uh, well, I, you know, there's lawyer stuff. You know all about lawyer stuff. Okay, so you? what you're saying is, uh, I know you said the word people there quite a bit. But you didn't really say, you just spoke for like 30 seconds, but didn't actually say anything. How is it you're able to do that? Well, you know, the thing is, the thing is, you got to look at the numbers, Eric. I understand you have a cameo, is that right? Exactly. Yes, I do, sir. Well, the thing is, I was looking at that the other day, and so many more people are buying my cameo. You know, they, they want a personalized birthday message from Donald Trump, not so much on Big Fat Zane. No, they don't, no, no. They don't want. They don't want to hear from you. For no, no. Reason. I only do like I, I. I do one of those uh, about as many times as I smoke a heater per year. Well, see, that's very terrible for you. You know, I've never picked up on any of that stuff. I'm not an alcoholic. I don't do the the smoking and things like that. And the thing is, the thing is, the, the our numbers on Cameo alone are so much bigger than yours. We're doing so much better yeah, yeah. in those regards. I, and you look at these trading cards, Eric, you know, th it's pretty impressive. I, I don't understand a, a damn thing about any of this. I, <laughs> I don't I don't understand what they are, but my, I've got very smart people that work for me, you know. Uh, what do you think about you being a superhero with lasers coming out of your eyes? You know, and then you that's that's so accurate that when you think about <laughs> you think you think about my fans and my wonderful patriots, the great patriots. They're gonna that's yeah. how they view me. They view you that way and they, they view you being like uh, uh out in space and they, they view you uh as a cowboy. These are all big things, and it turns out obviously a winner because uh, minutes later, it was sold out. Absolutely. Minutes later, it was completely sold out. People are going to be going golfing with me now over here. It's it's great. Now, just I'm not sure. I'm not sure I want to commit to all these things. Yeah, I, I would. I either. mean, uh, you know, if you start to like uh, let them into your world, they're probably going to try to feel. They're probably going to feel entitled and take advantage of you. I want to warn you of this, Mr. President. You're you're creating a monster because they're going to think that you want to be friends with them. Well, it's true. I know you've got a lot of experience with that, with the fraudsters and the zaniacs yes, that yes. came after you. It, it was a horrible, horrible, horrible thing. But you know, I we we're very we've got a lot in common. I say it all the time. I the people, you know, they I've already dealt with this, so it's not that different, you know, in terms of that. And you know, we just. You know, you got to connect with the base. You got to connect with the base. You know that. I know that. And that's what we're trying to do with this. It's pretty impressive when you think about how that's completely sold out right now. Well, no yeah, I was just going to. Did was, you get one? Uh, no, sir. I didn't get one. And, you know, I woke up this morning and uh, the first thing I did was I thought, now, why is everybody attacking this man for this? All he did was provided. There's what, no reason. There is no, no reason, reason. For it. You know, the late night shows, the horrible late night shows, by the way, Seth Meyers, what a talentless hack. He goes on last night and I think he talks for like 10 minutes about how horrible these cards are, but I don't see him making millions of no, dollars in no. just a couple minutes. I tell you what, Mr. President, uh, I, I'm not going to vote for you. I already told you that, but I will tell you 
that you're it, telling me you're going to vote for Joe Biden? Uh, Why would what, you no, vote for Biden? I'm going to vote for anyone but you. That's insane, Eric. I mean, we we've established such a tremendous relationship here. No. You know, I don't go on just anyone's show. I know, Fox I know. And friends and the Big Fraud Show is about it. I understand. Uh, now, maybe, I mean, maybe down the road, but right now, I I cannot I cannot contribute to your what's, anything. What's got you so upset? I mean, I guess I'm in a giving mood this week with the cards and. Maybe I can turn you around. What's got you so upset about anything? Uh, no, Mr. President, everything. Because I tried to, I mean, they tried to kill Mike Pence. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that, Thousands of people. That's just part of it. You, yeah, you, you, you incited all those maniacs to destroy our capital and all well. the bullshit with the fake election and, all, and the COVID. COVID uh, oh, my God. It's, uh, it's, it's one thing after another with you. Well, you got to look at the numbers. No one has done more for the United States of America than Donald Trump. You know, Abraham Lincoln, you got to you gotta look at him. And, and people say he did so much, Taft and all these people. They apparently did so much, but no one's done more than Donald Trump. You got to give me credit for that. Well, you did give your cre- your, yourself credit for that when you talked about you were uh, better than Washington and Lincoln in that. It's true. It's true. You do the comparisons and you look at. Look at all of the wonderful things we did while in office and uh, continuing to do. We installed just the most wonderful judges on the Supreme Court. No one's done that. And look at what we've done for the, the blacks and the evangelical people and the Hispanic. <laughs> it's the pretty black. impressive. I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of discrimination that's come forth uh, towards uh, uh, people who are gay and lesbians and transgender. People would argue you on that, sir. Well, you know, that's that's their prerogative, of course. We live in a country, uh, you know, where you can do those things. Uh, but, you know, that's why we've got a wonderful Supreme Court. And I assure you, you know, they're going to look into those things. I'm yeah, sure I bet it. they are. They're going to try to make it. A, they're going to try to ban marriage is what they're going to try to do. And well, and that's that's their job. I mean, oh, I don't know if you know this. you got to go back to grade school, big fraud. But there's a there's a separation thing between the. The branches of the government, you know, you know that's what they got to do. Mr. President, congrats on the NFTs, big sales, and the whole world's talking about it. Once again, you have put yourself on the map. I don't see Ron DeSantis coming up, coming out with NFTs. DeSantis, by the way, couldn't if he tried to sell a card. Let's be honest about that. I don't think I don't think anyone would buy them. No, no, you have reinvented. You have tapped into. The digital age here in a, in a big way, and uh, no, I'm not going to vote for you. But congratulations on this. I think you've. Uh, it's true, and just think, 45 digital trading cards got you dinner with me. It's pretty impressive. Of course, subject. I'm, I'm told I have to say, subject to terms and conditions in the official six rules. Oh, oh yeah. So uh, that what could that mean that you you uh, you basically just say sorry, you don't get anything other than the stupid card. Well, Big Fraud Zane, I think you know a thing or two about legal matters. I mean, you, you're dealing with so much legal things, and, you know, you don't do that many fan things anymore yourself. All right, Mr. President, I'll leave it right there. Uh, once again, thank you for the time. Uh, you have a great rest of your day, okay, sir? Big Fraud Zane, I got to just say, I want you to have a tremendous weekend, and I, I think I'm going to be a little busy down here. I don't know if I can fit you in that queen of the universe or whatever your wife 
is yeah, down here very right, soon. Right. So I, we're going to have to look into that. We'll, we'll talk. Mr. President, I thank you. Thank you so much. Goodbye, big front thing. See ya. Thank you. The president, uh, former president, joining us here, talking about his uh, his fantastic NFTs. Wow. Yeah, I, I, no one else can do this. He's the only one that can do this. The fact that he said more popular, he opened with more popular than Lincoln and Washington. And he was serious. He could, maybe this has all been a troll from when he first announced his candidacy on the escalator back before the 2016 election to now. And then he's just going to write a book called uh, The Long Troll of America. And I think he could actually pull that off. This might be one of the chapters. Uh, Brandis says he can only do this because of his cult of twats, she writes. Now, yes, you're right. That is true. Um, But how he's uh, created this is unbelievable. I just, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, 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 that this is not like the start. You remember how, like, if you were to read history books about how the Nazis took over and how Hitler brainwashed a nation? I just, one can only hope that it ends at flagpoles holders installed on trucks and NFTs. Okay? That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping it ends there. You know, they always say, uh, yeah, we were, uh, it's important to be well aware of, um, all the things that happen in the uh, Holocaust so that it never repeats. And yet here we are at a time when people are uh, busting out these horrible tropes about our Jewish sisters and brothers. And you got this guy who, I don't know, man, maybe this could be the second, is this the second coming of Adolf Hitler? Is that what we're looking at? Will there be a time in the United States when we have concentration camps? My God, please don't let that happen. There's no way. There's no way. I would actually take up arms to fight Americans who are trying to have a second Holocaust and a genocide. There's no fucking way that would happen. Right? Please tell me that that's true. All right. Thank you to Trump. Thank you to Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. J. 
Jacob Bennett will come to your home, measure the room that you want new flooring in. By the end of the day or the next day, you get your estimate sent to you. This is how much it's going to cost. Uh, good news for you, the consumer. You ripped out all the old flooring. And uh, that's, that's uh, expensive to get that done. You can go full service with Bennett Flooring Installation, but, you know, whatever. They also are the type that if you've started working on the flooring, putting the flooring down yourself, and then you realized, hey, this looks like shit. Call Bennett. They can fix it. They can turn it around for you. 616-318-0167 for Bennett Flooring Installation. Good news. The folks at Johnson Carpet, Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet have renewed for six more months. Very, very important because this is this is a special thing here because the advertising they do on this show is 100% dependent or happening based on you, the audience, going to get your flooring from there and mentioning my name to get the discount. That means I get credit. And they keep a total of how much credit I get. And that total needs to surpass what they're spending on their marketing. Get it? That's called return on investment. It's a good idea to have, it's a good thing when that number that they're seeing is bigger than the number that I'm seeing. My point? If you need flooring, go to Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet in Granville, Michigan, right behind the Little Caesars on Chicago Drive. Walk in. Look at the vast, vast selection of all different types of flooring, carpeting, laminate, vinyl plank, hardwood, ceramic. They have it all. Figure out what you want, pay the lowest price in the state for it, and then take an additional 10% off when you say my name at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Thank you to Kent. Drop the E out of you. Thank you to Darwin, who is the boss. And if they don't have anything, uh, if they don't have what you're looking for at the discount outlet, Go down the street to the main showroom, and they will. But you pay less at the discount outlet. All right. Thank you so much. If you're thinking about going there, please keep going there and tell your friends and mention the Eric Zane Show discount. So in six months, or five months, because they've been having a month, we've been, we extended the previous six months, we got to get the fucking meter going so that they renew again. It's all about renewal to keep the podcast going. Thank you. We're skipping trigger time with Rick today. We did skip it because I got a message from Rick and he could not make it. I wanted to talk to him about the Trump NFTs. Can't believe you guys all thought this is a bad idea by him. It's great. I mean, I would never do it. I would never, ever buy any NFT. I would never, ever invest in cryptocurrency. No. I want dollars. All right. Bosco's Pub. um, Coming up a week from yesterday. Great food giveaway. After we do the great food giveaway, we're going to Bosco's Pub. That's part of Terra Square in Hudsonville, Michigan. 
Bosco'sPub.com. Go there for the burgers, uh, great drinks, uh, drink specials, cold beer, TVs, great staff, family-run business, Bosco's Pub. Frank Fuss wants you to reach out to him if you need insurance on the marketplace. 616-914-4070. Call him and you can get insurance and it would take effect February 1. You missed the deadline for open enrollment. That's all right. You will be without insurance for a little bit of time. But February 1 is when your benefits will kick in. Get it secured now. Okay. If someone you know or love has Medicare or Social Security, reach out to Frank. He's a guru and all these things. And if you need any type of insurance, run it by Frank. Because if he can't get it for you and his services are free, he's going to refer you to the right person. And this all helps. So anything insurance related, you reach out to Frank. 616-914-4070. Okay? My God, we've covered so much ground today. Golf. Uh, during COVID, remember everybody's getting a PPP loan. I applied. Said you can get this money, twenty thousand dollars. It was so simple. It takes two. It took two minutes to fill the thing out, and it said what twenty thousand dollars. Somebody said to me, one of my accountant friends, not Tag, but another guy. You'll be hearing from Tag very soon. Said, it's basically free money. You can just go get it. You won't have to pay it back. And I didn't feel right about it. First of all, I felt like I was actually doing something wrong and it would come back to haunt me. But at the time, I had been podcasting for uh, more than one year and I was already up and running in, in the black. I was in the black year one. And uh, I've never been anything but in the black. Uh, that's the benefit of having a uh, product that really has no tangible cost, no overhead. It's just words. That's that's the product. My brain and words. There's Honestly, there's no fucking overhead other than my electricity bill and occasionally buy a microphone. So I didn't take the loan. I said, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do it. And it, it just feels dirty. And I, I'm just... I'm just not comfortable. I'm going to listen finally to my instincts and and not do it. Uh, this guy right here did. He's a local dude. And he's, uh, I think he runs a church. He's a fucking creep. Check this dude out. Oops, hang on. I just realized I was fucking this up. It's because I didn't say audio check, video check, you know? Let me back up. And concocted a fake company. Taxpayer dollars meant to keep struggling businesses afloat during the COVID shutdown. But a Kentwood man concocted a fake company to get a 170000 paycheck in paycheck protection funds. Target 8 investigator Susan Samples was there when he pleaded. I love her. Federal court. Kick off those boots today. Susan? 50-year-old Curtis James Vandermullen, who now lives in Kentwood, pleaded guilty in Grand Rapids federal court today to bank fraud and money laundering for using payroll protection money to buy a BMW convertible and a fancy Florida wedding. Oh, no. What do you want people to know about why you did this? No. I'm an asshole. 
comment from Curtis Vandermolen, who has a criminal justice degree from GVSU, a ministry called Grace Changes Everything, and a couple self-published books. Now, the 50-year-old who told a judge he was raised in Grand Rapids will have a federal conviction, too, for bank fraud and money laundering. What do you want people to know about breakout strategies? He admitted making up a company uh, uh, called Break... Uh, there's nothing better than getting in the guy's face after the after the uh the all the what is done in in the dark has been brought to the light and then there's that walk of shame from the courthouse and they're waiting there with a camera and a microphone what do you got to say breakout strategies which supposedly did marketing consulting for entrepreneurs he claimed it was headquartered out of this building on Grand Rapids, Michigan Street, and it employed 11 people, at least according to fake payroll and bank records he submitted along with his application for payroll protection dollars. I want to give you an opportunity to share. You just pleaded guilty. You pleaded guilty. What do you want people to know about why you did this? In his plea, Vandermullen admitted he took in 100 grand in PPP money in August 2020. He spent 18 grand of that the next month to pay off his BMW convertible, among other personal purchases. When that money ran out, he sought and received a second round, $69,000 in February 21, which he spent on his May wedding on a fancy boat in Sarasota, Florida, a wedding documented on YouTube. Vandermullen said he met his to be wife near Clearwater Beach, where he had been living, and became engaged a few days later. This is Vandermullen when he was booked into the Kent County Jail in 2003, an arrest related to non-payment of alimony. Oh, way back in the day. Okay. In May of this year, Vandermullen filed for his latest bankruptcy, listing his liabilities at $866,000, including nearly three hundred sixty grand in student loans, oh. nineteen grand owed to the IRS, oh. two hundred forty thousand in business loans. Oh my God! How is this guy still alive, man? I'd have been. Oh shit. I'd have been smiling all the way off the top of the fucking parking deck. He told the judge he'd been on disability himself since 2009 for mental health issues he has long battled. Yeah, who hasn't, asshole? Guilty. What do you want people to know about why you did this? Again, no comment. She's shaking her head. There. Before pleading guilty, Vandermullen assured the judge today that despite his health issues, he is competent and fully aware of his rights. The bank fraud charge carries up to 30 years in prison and a fine of up to $1 million. Vandermullen is out on bond right now, awaiting sentencing now in late March. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, come on. That is something. What is the um what is the name of the uh, Grace changes everything? Let's see if we can't get a phone call. Grace changes everything. Hmm. Vandermolen? Shit, come on, Eric. Vander Curtis Vandermolen, founder. That's the guy, right? It's on LinkedIn. Founder and director. Look for contact info. Come on now. Oh, just a LinkedIn address. No phone number. Damn it. Mm. Oh, man. What an asshole. 
You filthy fucking thief. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't... It, it, it boggles my mind how someone... I mean, he, he went to school. He spent a lot of time being educated, could do something and think, yeah, there is no way uh, about that I can possibly get caught. I mean, seriously. Holy shit. Incredible. Uh, Chris says, I found him on Facebook. Holy shit. I went to high school with that asshole. Oh, my God. That's crazy that you went to high school with him. All right. So that's that. I can't wait to hear the sentencing. That guy is going to be in big, big trouble. All right. Let's move on. Uh, This is the story of a dude who uh, is is an EMT. Okay. And uh, this is, I don't know where the fuck this might be Florida. Yeah, it's in Florida. And uh, he's uh, with the Miami Department of Fire Rescue, uh, Robert Webster. And um, he's wheeling the uh, the sick patient into the hospital, and the guy's having a mental health episode, and he's flipping out, and they've got him handcuffed to the bed, and uh, he wants to kick somebody's ass, the dude who's having a mental episode, or he's strung out on drugs, or something like that. Well. Uh, he spits on the Miami uh, firefighter. And that was a, you chose unwisely. Uh-oh. Uh, audio check, video check. Watch this shit. Punch after punch. The video lasts about 40 seconds. You see the patient identified in the police report as Antonio Cruz, brought into the ER at JMH after consuming cocaine and heroin. The police report says he was agitated and screaming to the rescue personnel. The video has no audio, but you can see the moment when, according to the report, Cruz spits in the direction of the firefighters. Spit lands on the black guy. Face. He's like, hell no. When the firefighter starts swinging, punching the handcuffed man multiple times while co-workers try to stop him. That firefighter identified as Lieutenant Robert Webster. Webster has been in the news before. Back in 2019, he spoke to NBC6's Jawan Strader after he found nooses hanging over his family pictures at the fire station. I want justice. I want to love this job again. What he's saying is, I want to kick ass. Fast forward a few years, he got his chance. Thank God. Webster now has his job on hold, according to the city of Miami Department of Fire. No! sent us a statement saying, when this incident occurred, the individual was immediately relieved of duty. Our department is conducting administrative investigation while this individual remains in a relief. Oh, come on, why? And, Web- I, th- uh, and then he says this. Webster responding to the incident today saying yes. he has no regrets. Yes. Going on to tell NBC6, if he never knew the consequence of spitting in a grown man's face, then consider my actions public education and the video a PSA. Oh, his response, no regrets, 
consider it public education. This was a public service announcement. Oh, yes. Thank God. Oh, yes, that was absolutely great. Uh, Cole says, if someone spits on you, it's definitely okay to punch them as many times as you want. LJ Guy 2004, the guy deserved it. Uh, wow. Fuck around and find out. Yes, that that's exactly uh, what we need to be saying here. Yeah, so... Um, He's going to have to uh, uh, watch it, though. I, I I sincerely hope that they do let him back in because he sounds like he's great as his job and something terrible happened to him years ago. So I think that if you look at it, if you, you know, you have the moment of nooses that fucked him up back in 2019. Uh, and, and now all he's doing is what's right. And that's you. It, it, I mean, not 10, 10 out of 10 people would tell you that if someone spits in your face, you got to fucking stomp that motherfucker out right there. So that's what he did. And 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 so it, it all works out. Put that guy back. In fact, give him the fucking key to the city. I think if anybody spits on anybody, you need to beat the shit out of him. Okay? Absolutely. Uh, all right. We are getting close to the asshole of the day here on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, you heard Trump talking about it. I didn't. Is Trump really on Cameo? If, if he is, he's probably charging big bucks. I only charge $15.99 for my cameos, and I want you to be with me on Cameo. Uh, of course, Eric, uh, Eric Zane on Cameo, very simple to find, and uh, I want you to be part of that. So there you go, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you to TC Paintball. We've got an event coming up January 15th. Uh, it's the Smoking with Kevin Kuypers edition of TC Paintball's. Paintball War number 21 at TC Paintball, January 15th. Reach out to me, eric at ericzaintshow.com if you want in. None of you have reached out yet. Of course, no one ever does. To the last, You make me reach out to you. What the fuck? Eric at ericzaintshow.com. If you're not going to be part of that one, book your own party at TC Paintball. End of year liquidation going on at TC Paintball right now. Go in there, make a deal with Rick about a new set of equipment for paintball. Don't do it online. Do it at TC Paintball. Uh, If you want to book time, though, at TC Paintball, call them up and say, yep, we're in Saturday, 2 p.m. or whenever you want to book it for your bachelor party, uh, group outing, workplace team building, you name it. TCPaintballGR.com. Last but not least, before I get to my last sponsor, I want to give you an update on the great food giveaway. Now, the $100 that came in today, I'm not including that on the total. I'm going to include that on Monday's total. Okay. Tyler just wrote, Eric, I will be at paintball. You don't need to reach out to me this time. Thanks. Jesus. Okay. Um, Let me update this deal. Here we go. Yesterday, we'd raised at this time. $4,825, $745 to our goal. Seven days till the event. Today, I did it again. Updated. And uh, we are now $50 closer to our goal from yesterday when I talked about this to today. Right now, $4,875 raised. 
We went from $745 till our goal to $695 till our goal. Six days remaining till the event. Um, so I would love, this would be great if we had this taken care of by the weekend. And now here's how we do this. If you're listening to the podcast, audio podcast, or you're getting it on Twitch or whatever, five bucks, 10 bucks. That's it. You won't even notice that. Okay. And I have gotten a few more of those. That's awesome. That's all I'm trying to do here because of our numbers. And again, we're only looking at, uh, we're looking at less than a hundred. We're looking at probably about 75 to 80 people who have donated. And of the thousands who listen to this show, again, it's not Joe Rogan, but it is in the thousands, in the tens of thousands of people each week that listen to this show. Throw five or ten bucks at this, and then we can hammer it out. And then when we get past the goal to buy all this food, every other penny, every penny in addition, goes to Kids Food Basket, which is a terrific uh, uh, charity helping kids who uh, are hungry in the school system. Okay. Um, so there you go. Uh, Adnan says, I found the number for Curtis Vandermolen on Facebook. Are you serious or is that a fake number? Come on. Well, I got to try that before we wrap this show up. <laughs> Sorry, I just got distracted. That's not like your number, is it? It better not be. <clears throat> All right. So five or 10 bucks, if you're listening and haven't, if you would, that'd be awesome. You do that, uh, Venmo, so simple. You'll hear me typing, at Eric-Z-E-I-T-U-N-I-A-N. If you already gave, don't give more. Don't worry about it. You've done. You've done enough. Thank you. Uh, PayPal. Someone else will do it. We're going to get this. I know it. Eric Zane Show. On PayPal. If you haven't, please do five or 10 bucks. And then I won't ask you again. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to everybody else. And then boom, it's done. I'll keep you updated. Extra money goes to kids food basket. Going to feed twice as many people this year. I'm so very, very proud of that. Thank you. Thank you. This has done been done 100% by you all. And I am so impressed with you. All of your money goes towards the food. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let us try calling this number. Let's see, where is it? Okay. Please leave your message for six. Screeching to a halt on the Eric Zane Show podcast. All right, I'll be on Patreon uh, for the bonus podcast, patreon.com slash Eric Zane, ad-free, listener-supported. If you want more podcasting, I'll give you more podcasting. 
uh, each and every day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, asshole of the day. We got to get to the asshole of the day. First of all, no, you know what? I totally forgot a bunch of shit. Um, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Get your vehicles repaired there. Oh, my God. They're the absolute best. You'll be so impressed with how they do business at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Uh, If you've never heard this message and you're like, well, wait a minute. Hold on. Tell me more. I need to know more information. Just go to Irvine's.com and read the Google reviews. That's what everybody does anyway. They're the best. Free loaner cars. You can pay over the phone when they're done doing the work. I love how when you take the car there and say, yeah, the car is making this noise. Then they diagnose the problem. And they also include, this is also wrong. This needs to be fixed now. This can wait, but it does need to get fixed. This is down the road. They actually send you uh, screenshot uh, pictures. They take pictures of the problem. Look at this motor oil. It's black and there's metal in it. And they t- show you a picture of the dipstick. Shows up on your phone. It's awesome. Uh, just go to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and uh, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, Irvine's.com is their website. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. The asshole of the day. Brought to you by TC Paintball. Uh, yesterday, it was the uh, kids doing the pe- uh, pepper grinder, the uh, one-year-old children doing the pepper grinder on the video board at the uh, basketball games and the hockey games. All right. Hmm. Boy, we talked about the Ben and Eric show, hilarity. We talked about Jimmy's movie, talked about who are these Zanes, talked about my uh, 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 ugly habit. I should probably get a nomination for that. Uh, What else did I talk? I talked about my boss having sex at work, that great, that fantastic story. Um, consoling those women. I think it's got to be me. I think I got to be the asshole of the day. Everybody's shaming me and making a big deal out of it. Jesus. Well, whatever. Fine. I'll give you what you want. There you go. Uh, brought to you by TC Paintball, the asshole of the day. For uh, talking about the times I've been smoking heaters. Uh, folks, love you. Thank you. I appreciate you. That is my time today. The Eric Zane Show podcast is uh, in the books. Um, why can't I hear any sound? What did I do wrong now? What? Huh? I don't want that. I want Jimmy's music. I, I seriously cannot finish without Jimmy's music. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Until next time, folks, thanks so much. Have a good one. Bye-bye.
your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.